0: Podcast lovers, how the fuck are you, friends? Welcome to the show. This is another instalment of Lions Lounge Lockdown, hashtag 36. But it's before lockdown, of course, our second instalment of this series, reflecting back on the four years when we was allowed to go outside and play like we used to. <laughs> that is not currently the situation, of course, we are in tier four. So before I did lockdown interviews, I used to go out, as I said, and meet... The ex-players out and about it used to cost me a few quid to get about the country. It's actually a lot easier this new way. But I'd give anything to get back out of there and interview them. In this episode, it's another one around an hour long. First up is Terry Herlock. I couldn't stop laughing when I watched this back. Listen to some of the things he calls John Docky. "Little fuckpot, little midget." It should be in the circus. Brilliant. Followed by Paul Moody, and then last up, another mill legend in Paul Robinson. Hope you enjoy another instalment. Out soon. Come on, you Lions. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Terry Urlock. Tell. How are you, Tell? Thanks Ter? so much Lovely for joining me. Yeah, Thank Nice you. one. Right. Hello, everyone. Straight into it. Go on. Crack on. I didn't know this until yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you actually did your youth career at West Ham.
2: Yeah, I was there since I was uh, 12 years of age. Um, we had a little cup final over Le- Leighton. There's an old West Ham uh, scout called Wallace and Pierre. That was it, he, uh, the next film I'm in there, which was a lovely feeling at the time, Of course, Of course, yeah, you just want to make it, you know? Of course you do, that's it. Doesn't mean you make it. Not that I did but, make it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean you make it as a schoolboy, but I mean, they don't take them that. I mean, I was 12. I mean, they take them at 6 and all that, yeah, course, there, you course, know what I mean? But uh, 12 years of so age, I think, is about the right time. Who was your heroes growing up, your idols? Well, my idol... Uh, Was a fella from Chelsea called Charlie Cook. Was he a midfielder? Yeah, he was a winger for Chelsea, and I used to love him to death. Uh, But when I was a kid, because I lived in uh, sort of the middle of a load of teams, West Ham, Tottenham, Chelsea was a little bit far, the Orient was near. I could walk to Tottenham. Never used to go to Chelsea too much, but now and again. So uh, I didn't really support anyone. Yeah, yeah. Just because I liked the football, listen, years ago there weren't too much to do anyway. I go and play a game of football, I go and watch a game of football. Yeah, of course, all the computers I don't um, know now. I, um, I found myself walking over Tottenham quite a bit because
0: you can walk over the Masters. Eventually, you made your name, so again, as a, as a young Millwall fan, I just remember you playing for Millwall, yeah. and I remember you going to Rangers, but you actually made your name at Brentford. Um,
2: yeah, well, what, what it was start, I, got, yeah? I got slung out of West Ham uh, when I was 19. What'd you do? Well, what I what I was doing, because I, I missed so much, like any young kid growing up, that a lot of them don't make it that way. They, they You know, you go out, you, you, I was missing all the going out, clubbing and of course, all the little discos and all that game, and um, I seemed to lose a bit of interest. You know, and uh, my art weren't there, my mates were picking me up, and I was making out, I was a bit dicky and that, so I, I said, oh, I don't feel well, I'm going home. And I was going out on a piss. And all of a sudden, Ron Greenwood, he just when it when the company renewed me contract, he just turned around and said, "No, i do you again." So, no, right. But I can't I can't blame him for that because um. But once he was out once I got out of football, you missed it. I had a few jobs, window the cleaning, coaling, doing this and getting a few quid and going to the discos and going like, I thought What the fuck have I done here? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? What a lovely life playing football
0: is. And then you moved, up, ended up making it to Brentford. Yeah, you played
2: with Kamara at Brentford. Chris Kamara was there, yeah. T- Unbelievable, Jeff. What was he like? Cammy? Cammy was all right. He was a good player. He had them long legs. So I remember playing against him. He was a fucker to play against. He had them little legs, well long legs, but he did stop running. And when you thought you got fucking rid of him, his long legs come right round you. But uh, it was good because it was me, him and Stan Bowles in midfield, innit? That was not a bad midfield. Yeah. Good.
0: Eventually, you found your way to Millwall. Yeah. Saw sense. <laughs> Well, so yeah, eventually just, I got there. This is this is the one
2: that you know we all want. How, how did that come about? Well, when we played at Brentford, um, it was the same team at Millwall, but it was switched round. It was uh, Frank was the manager. Frank McLeanock, not clean-off yet, and Johnny was the number two, dockey. and obviously uh, when they got the job at Millwall, it, uh, the other way round. They thought were coming in for me, so thank God for that, because uh, I was I was at Reading just before that, and we went up, we went up a league. So, but once I heard that, I couldn't wait to get there, because a lot of my friends were Millwall, and I used to love, even though I got so much bullockings at Millwall when I was playing against them for Brentford. Uh, I absolutely adored it, and I mean, uh, I used to go into the pubs after the game. I never used to go back in the coach. I used to go into the little pubs with my mates. It's called Barnaby, Yeah, Barnaby, Barnaby Yeah. Barnaby, I mean, and. Uh, the old show, I think it was. I mean, he's all posted. And I used to go in there and it was always packed out, but I always got a good reception. Well, I got boomed, but I mean, it was good reception. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I loved that. I loved it all. I loved the whole picture of it. Yeah, yeah, it was to give all it the fans It's a bit it? of me, put it that way.
0: 1987. Yeah. You signed for Millwall.
2: Yeah. The Doc signed you. What was Doc. he
0: like as a manager,
2: Docky? Doc, well, obviously I learned from the Brentford days when he was number two. Frank was the thing. The thing with them two, Obviously, no person is the same. I could, I could wind Frank up like you've never seen. But we I'm still scared of the little fucking there. You know what I mean? He haunts me to death. He's only fucking four foot fucking six. Was he? Oh, he's, he's only a, midge. a little meat. Yeah, he's, yeah. He should be in the circus. But scary man. He, but you had that bit of respect for him. Frank's best. One of the best players, you know, centre halves in his day, and uh, his knowledge of footballs out this world. But I could fucking wind Frank up. We're we'll just getting get mad. Well, no, when we was training I remember Teddy was <laughs> I remember Teddy was kicking it to the forward and you got to kick it back and Frank had turned the other way and I'd like to Ted Frank was looking that way. I go, fucking hell, Ted, concentrate. You're fucking about, and he just turned his head, Frank, and go, fucking hell, Ted, concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> I would to go like that, <laughs> <laughs> stitchy so up. Then, yeah, stitchy up. Well, yeah, but that's a, You know, that's all. Sort of, we had a good bit of a, we had a good laugh on the training field. But we, John, Doc, you can't do things like that. I mean, when you have a couple of beers with John after a game, you know, you can have a giggle with him and all that. But he's I suppose you've got one and the other, you know what I mean, you can't have two Yeah, same, good you know cop, I mean? bad cop sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and um, you know, it, it, Doc uh, was good at what he'd done, and Frank was good at what he'd done, you know what I mean, so we knew where he was. Yeah, you played, I mean, if you look
0: back now, the team you had then, it was frightening. you played centre midfield with Les Briley, yeah. the skipper. Yeah.
2: Good partnership with Les on and off the pitch? Yeah, Les. Uh, yeah, well, they say, on the pitch, yeah, terrific, off the pitch we always a bit the same, you know what I mean? Off the pitch is, uh, you're talking about going for a drink and going afterwards. Yes. Listen, uh, when you come into training all day long, listen, we're all part of the team. When you go out and have a booze and a shandy and uh, uh, you know, a bit of banter, you know, uh, if Les could come, there's a, there's, there's a few of us that always went. Some of the others didn't come, you know what I mean? But they couldn't come, but it's fair enough. But I mean, around, yeah, of course, I mean, uh, Les is, uh, He's my mate, and the um, still you know, at the club. He a a yeah, he's still at the club, and the um, we got stuck into a couple of them, um, them old first division boys, didn't we? Yeah, mate. You yeah.
0: Know what I mean? Went up. We ended up going up um, in this, in your second season, was not it? Yeah. Um, won the league. Great. What, day. what, was, what was that like?
2: Ah, oh, was fantastic. That final that I mean, whole. Yeah. It was brilliant. That was brilliant. I mean, them couple of years that we hadn't even got like going up. I mean. You know, you never thought you was going to get beat, and I mean it's funny when you're a footballer, you, if you get that that feeling, I mean I had it Sunday, Sunday I'd it on a Sunday, playing for a, a team called Simrab, we had the best. I know like you yeah, you know, Bradley Marshes. All around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We could not get beat, and you had that little bit of horror about yourself, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and we had that meal all then, in them days, and it, you know, off give you a leg up, if you know what I mean, you know? Yeah. Plus, you had all you lot behind us. Yeah. Well, I was only a deal, but I still It was thousands and thousands yeah, and thousands at yeah. every game. And you can imagine that lot there. You know, and it was just unbelievable as you walked out. Every game, away game. You know, it was a terrific, terrific time. Blinding. Um,
0: you, you moved on the, the year we got relegated. Um, a lot of people, a few people left there. You went on to Rangers. Um, yeah. And, and by the time you'd come back, the old den was gone.
2: Or what yeah, was it like, like the old den? What was well, the old den was lovely. I mean I've, I've told you before like when we when I played for Brentford it was like a madhouse wasn't it? I mean the um, screaming, the in the, the hooting, it was, I mean a stick, oh God, play the stick old got playing for Brentford it was a, uh, you know it, it could put, <laughs> I can remember Stan Bowles warming up on the line, he was sub and he's, uh, I think it was Fred Callahan I think, or Ronnie Harris, one or two, they might have had Newton on or somewhere, and one of them there warm up stand, anyway warmed up and he come back and went fuck it I ain't going on someone just pulled the fucking knife out <laughs> 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 and he wouldn't go on, <laughs> fuck that he wouldn't go on so um, that's the sort of thing, and I love anything like that you know what I mean and uh, now I could not wait to get the middle. when I was a part of that I loved it, I, I knew that what the other teams were going for and the old Den was out as well Yes he was, was. It was even
0: like as, as, as a male supporter when yeah. I was a kid he used to scare the shit out of me going there with the old oh, man. Can you
2: imagine? I mean, you got, I can remember coaches coming through underneath them arches and the, all the yard dogs were barking and yeah. someone was backing up with a skip lorry and keeping the coach yeah. there and fuck those what? <laughs> fuck it, that's a fucking granny out
0: yeah,
2: of it's, it's worth a gold starting if you, you, it, you, it, must
0: you must get someone in, in, in the tunnel or some getting the
2: summer players in the tunnel before they even got to the, in the, the ground. I'm pretty sure one day. I'm pretty sure. Uh, that, uh, I'm pretty sure that you have to put the, you have to get the team shit in at a certain time. Yeah. Da-da-da, and they just about made it because of someone someone else I was going. Uden and if someone's fucking back, and would not let the coach fucking through. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, them sort of things. It was triffic. It was, terrific. It was uh, you know, them things that uh, I loved in the people. Yeah, there, there, there it uh, is like a one-goal one
0: start. So, eventually, till you left Millwall um, and you moved on to Rangers,
2: yeah. why did you want to leave Millwall? Well, uh, the reason why, it's not about wanting to leave Millwall, it's, it's about playing up in yourself. You know, uh, once you've been playing in that league, and you can't blame anyone, no, you don't want to drop down again. No, And I knew it, uh, everyone was into me. As much as I love Millwall, you know, I've got to try and play in it, you know, as a, as a man myself. Of See, you know, we've played up there, we've done all right, we've held our own, you know what I mean? And listen, let's be it's, straight, it's, it's a chance we me making a few quid. Of course. Uh, and also playing, well Everton come in, and I thought I was going to Everton, to be fair to you. And the uh, Rangers come straight in and, uh, and swoop me up, and uh, I'll, I'll end up up there. Who was manager at Rangers? Sooness right. was manager at Rangers. Graham Sooness. Uh, yeah, and uh, I went up there with Frank McLean, who was my agent, and then uh, sorted things out. Uh, just sat down. Uh, it was a bit daunting for me, you know what I mean? I didn't know what was what. I mean, I've never heard of fucking Rangers to be fair you. Yeah. I've always yeah, yeah. heard of Celtics. You you come across a sort of a bit of a homeboy, a bit of a mid yeah, like London. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was up, up there. I, I, I've heard of Celtics, uh, the European thing, years ago, Jimmy Johnson, that was it. I mean, yeah. never heard of Rangers, any teams up there. Next thing I know, I'm up there with Frank, then um, I'm in Diggs, then I'm, um, I'm going out in uh, Glasgow. What was, your, what was your time like up there? They're like similar it, to the Millwall fans? Yeah, they're the trippy. they're trippy. I mean, they're very similar. Uh, as I said, uh, you know, if you give 100%, they love all that. And, um, it's, and if, you, if you kick and you, well, I wouldn't say kick, i will say like if you get tight and you fucking tackle, and then you, like the ref blows up with a few fouls and this and that, they fucking love it. Yeah, they yeah. love it, the same as Millwall. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. like to see it. Yeah, yeah. And um, what well, that done for me, I mean, I was perfect for them. Must have been good to, to someone like soonness. Top top
0: player, same similar, very similar. Yeah. To you very not aggressive, physical. Well, he, 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 he very similar player to you. For him to show yeah. interest, you must have thought fucking. hell. I mean he, was, he was
2: one of your idols when he, when I was a kid. I mean, I, um, I could look at him. I mean, the football they play, Liverpool. And uh, but what a lovely lovely man. He treated you like a man. You know, you thought he'd be a right cocky fucker, but he wasn't. He was a proper proper man. I mean, he, he had a an air about him. Uh, you know, smart. He trained every day, he trained every day with us, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, terrific, 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 and he treated you, he treated you like a grown-up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, I loved that, I loved it, I loved it. Every. Minute. It was a bit, it was a bit lively for me. Well, uh, he was. For, well, the training, it was, because uh, don't we get, from Millwall, when we first went up, we was hitting Teddy and Cass all the time, weren't we? From the midfield yeah, off yeah, the yeah. then we play off of Teddy and Cass and we get the lockdowns, maybe Jimmy Carr, maybe Cali, we get the crosses in. That's how we worked and, and we done well. they half tumbling us. They tumbled us up a little while, you know. But when I went up there with the Rangers, even training, the players had, I mean, the five sides, fuck me, I didn't even get involved in it. He blew up once. He blew up, he went, stop this. Stop this fucking game, he said. With have a bolt here, he said. Oi, Terry, you can fucking join in if you want. <laughs> right, so, because it was going bang, 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 short bang, bang, short, short, bang, pass to back, season, short yeah, sharp ba- I yeah. not it. like the
0: Liverpool of old, all round the back, Liverpool wasn't it? Of old. fucking around
2: with it. So I wasn't used to it, and I thought, what's going on? I was going all oh, giddy. <laughs> right, put it there. So I think, fuck this, I've got to get tight. So there was a thing. So it, there was the five of sides going on and there's a little legend up there called Jimmy uh, not Jimmy Durante, I've got me Jimmy, that's a big nose, isn't it? Me and my piano. No, Ian Durante, <laughs> Ian Durante, yeah. Ian Durante, And uh he, So the ball went to him and I go, crack. <laughs> I <go>, said <laughs> he's gone fucking there oh, that Scottish voice. Fucking liberty he said. I said, well I don't know what to fucking do here. <laughs> That's all I know, I'm getting whistled up and not getting involved, so I got involved and fuck me and you're having a problem with He was looking for Cassie and Sherry in my front, they got it, not fucking around. rat. So um, it took a bit of getting used to to, Cops, to, Cops. to, to the bits and pieces because uh, they did like to play football Rangers, but I got adapted to it, it was good. All I had to do is win the tackle and give it easy to the fucking mm-hmm. uh, Walters and uh, like Trevor Stevens and uh, some good players. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. While well, we're on the subject, before I forget, because I always put it out on Twitter to ask questions that want, people want asked, who was the Irish player you played against? Against? Yeah, you know, you're known for being a tough tough tackling midfielder. Who, is there anyone you ever
2: thought, fucking hell, this geezer ain't. There's you. a geezer in Poulsworth. Tate, his name was. I've got to look him up, I, don't, I can't remember him, he was a fucking hard nut. Uh, Ray Hartford was an hard nut, uh, yeah.
3: uh,
2: uh, the Luton boy. And, uh, um, and, uh, Jimmy um, the Liverpool man, what's his name? Deaf as a fucking post. <laughs> Jimmy uh, Case. Oh, Jimmy Case, a good tack Case. mullet, yeah, fucking yeah. ridiculous, he was tough as old boots. What, deaf? He two, two hearing aids, he eh? Did he? Yeah, for fuck's sake, so he kicking the fuck out of you. You're going to turn it in, Jimmy, he still can't hear you. He still kept kicking that. So you found your way
0: back to Millwall, 1994?
2: Yeah, the second time round,
0: yeah. How did that come back? Because obviously Mick McCarthy would have been in charge then.
2: Was well, well what happened was is, er, uh, s- where was I, where was I, da 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 I got, um, got aimed out of Southampton, I think, was yeah, it a Southampton. Southampton? It was, wasn't it? I think it was at Southampton, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fulham? No, Fulham was the last one, I think. Southampton, Then uh, um, there's a bit of an aggravation with Alan Ball. And, little squeaky uh, ginger bloke? squeaky little fuckpot. And, uh, <laughs> mind you, well, to be fair, well, they just didn't fancy me, Lionel McMenemy. He was fucking known to put him along with me, a big old soldier, but he wasn't a soldier, he was fucking useless. Anyway, I, um, I, sh- I shook his hand Alan Ball, because I had to see him in the office, and I went, I oh, watched that 66 World six, Cup and I thought of he was the best player on the park. Yeah. So I shook his hand I said, Oh, it's lovely to meet Alan Ball. Alan, I said, he was the best player on the park. I said, OK. He said, oh, thanks for that. He said, we're aiming you fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> but you were showing so the fuck. Saying- squeaky did you? Yeah. Did you go for him? No, I didn't go for him. I called him a squeaky ginger <laughs> 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 And I wrote, when he was standing behind him. I did say nothing to him. But, was uh, enemy. Yeah. He's just he got nothing to me. Anyway, uh, and that was it. And then uh, um, he'd uh, um, he come in. Um, McCarthy. McCarthy, because there was a bit of a... It was all up in the playoffs or something. And There was a word that Charlton were going to have a little creep in for me. Would you have? No. Well I would have, well, of course I would have. No you wouldn't have.
0: No I wouldn't have. Listen, Pound motive. So moving on from the Pound Notif, Mick McCarthy signed you, come home, home debut, yeah. Leicester, red card. Remember yeah,
2: that? I got a red card. One yeah. of three early that day doors. sent off. Yeah, early doors that was. I mean I was a bit upset about it all because i was still living in Southampton and uh, Kathy and the kids, I can remember, I remember what she's saying. she was saying, it was on a Sunday I think was it was. I think it was on the telly. It was on the telly but I'm sure it was on a Sunday I Yeah what, it was. It he said be- I was doing the dinner, he said I'd fucking when out and fucking put the gravy on he was gone. <laughs> All the kids are going, where's Dad? The life of a footballer, don't, oh, think, you don't <laughs> think, when you're watching it, Terry, <laughs> oh, like, so, don't think
0: his old woman's somewhere going, that's fucking, yeah, say, <laughs> that's the dinner in the dog, he's
2: fucking going to the there other- Kids are going, where's <laughs> Dad? He's fucking gone. Anyway, and it, it did break my heart a little bit because I thought I'd let everyone down to be fair. And it ain't a good, you know. I was upset with myself a little bit. I thought he kicked me, that kid. So I just relaxed out. I don't know. Perhaps I was too overexcited about getting back. home. I don't, I don't I mean. think anybody gives. Fa- well, I got fucking stand, uh, a fucking round of applause. I think at the uh, coming off, but. You still thought I let people down? No,
0: bit. no, never, never. What, so just how different was the club? Because you, you know, you left under the dock, yeah. the old den. You've come back. Yeah. You have got Mick McCarthy in yeah. charge, the new den, new yeah. brand. Not well, the really intimidating f- place to come. It, it can yeah. be at
2: times, but. Well, the thing is, I, when I come back with Mick, it was a different altogether. In diamond formation and this and that. And we're... I was used to playing a bit of football at Rangers, Alex Ray, uh, of the boys there. It was. I loved it. The training was, I thought his training was absolutely terrific. It was all with the ball. We'd he's still in management, management now, he's been in management yeah, a long yeah. time. But the thing with him, when I got, I thought I'd done alright the second time around there. I've got a few man of the matches, If you worked like out the man of the matches, I've got quite a few over the things. I thought I'd done alright. But we didn't go up, and what he'd done, that's the truth, if, if, he, he got me like, he phoned me indoors, he went, Terry, we can't. I think I can't sign you for the next year. I was fucking disappointed because I thought I'd done all right. Yeah. And he said, "You, uh, uh, I've had a word with uh, people have had a word with me. You excite the crowd too much. You excite the crowd too yeah, much. That's what he says. That was McCarthy. Yeah. That was his words. That was his words, and I thought, what fucking do it? And that was the end of me. Yes, how
0: can you excite the fans? Yeah, he
2: thinks I'll get the fucking all the fighting and the hooting going on. So I, like, <laughs> I don't need no encouragement, no, since exactly. you've been gone it's been absolutely yeah. fine without you, but I can't believe that. Well exactly, but on the blower and all, he
0: could have took me in the yeah. office and fucking... Um, so who was the, well, He's a bit of a shit management thing there, who was, who was your best manager you ever played on, it don't have to be Millwall.
2: Wall, anyone? Well it's a, there's a few, in there. I mean the, the way I look at it is, when I was amateur football with Johnny Still, uh, Johnny Steel, I thought he was terrific manager, amateur he went on for lower divisions hmm. but you know, no money of course, you have to get your players in, you have to do well, you know what, what I mean deal. it's alright if you've got money, you go what wallah, wallop, don't make you a good manager of course you it don't you know no. what I mean so uh, you, a good manager is to do things without, without the, putt, the money uh, Johnny Dock obviously for them, what we've done Frank McLean Dock, the pair of them you know, and uh, well, just where I've had good times with and also uh, Ian Branford. Ian Branford a lot of people don't even know who he I mean, he was a Reading manager. He bought me three times here. He, he must have liked me, you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Three times he bought me at Fulham, he bought me at Southampton and at Reading. So, you know.
0: You had quite a good career there. You ain't really had to go to other than Rangers. Yeah. You ain't had a really no,
2: like, that's uh, decent no.
0: advantage. I mean, some, yeah. some players really have to go miles. With... Well, Scott no went miles. Don't start talking about it. Or well, don't start talking because <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking filming. Tell oh, yeah. us <laughs> tell. Hey, Hi.
2: We're on the film here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're on the telly. Am I? Come on, peel off. <laughs> right, we'll end it there. That's fansell. <laughs>
0: Thanks so much for joining us, mate. Good man. That'll Absolutely unbelievable. Is that good? Brilliant. Please subscribe to Lions TV.
2: Come on, you lions. How are you, lions? <laughs> <laughs> She's boom, is he? Lions TV,
0: we're back. It's a Lions lounge. Paul Moody, I mean Paul Moody's front room dreams do come true. Yeah. Nah, thanks so nice much for joining us, man. Yeah. Good man, thanks for joining us. Let's fire straight into it. You joined the club 1999, round about then, yeah. 150,000 pound. Yeah, a lot f- of money back then. It was a lot of money back then. It <laughs> was from Fulham. Nah. You know, 32 years of age, people might be thinking he's in the twilight his career, he's come for the payday, but f- far, far from it. You you hit the ground running. Why did you choose to join Millwall? Well, I, I spent the last year at Fulham
3: um, with broken leg, and uh, literally got back fit for the last seven or eight games. Um, got back, got myself back really fit. Was on the bench for a few games, come on, scored a few goals here and there. And then, at the end of that, literally Paul Bracewell took over I as a manager. That, yeah. um, Long long story, but basically he said he weren't, weren't keeping me, they they had money to buy bigger players and whatever, so uh, he said Millwall's been interested in you, do uh, you want to talk to him? So uh, ended up going up the M3, the services, met Bob Pearson, and uh, we had a little chat, and li- literally was sorted out within about half an hour. Deal done. And uh, yeah, he said, you need to go and speak to um, Pafita, who's the chairman yeah, at the yeah. time and uh, just to sort of finalise the deal and then get
0: a medical done and that was it basically. Deal done. Came to Millwall, what was your first impressions of the club under Rhino and McCleary?
3: Yeah, well they they were obviously legends at the club um, and it, for me it was a, obviously Millwall's an interesting club for for obvious reasons and uh, <laughs> yeah. to, have, to have them a chance to play there yeah. and experience that. Um, playing in front of the fans or whatever uh, it, it was it was one of those things I was really looking forward to so no, it was a decision that I, I made first game of Caesar season away to Cardiff um, which obviously I think that was Denzel's debut as well yes yeah yeah. and there was obviously a lot of rivalry between the fans and you, as players you sort of pick up things what the fans are planning to do and where they're going to meet all the other players yeah. <laughs> and whatever so it's like one of them you're really up for it yourself as a player and then uh, after the game, I think we drew one all but uh, during the game you could see fighting going
0: on up in the stands that was at the old um, Ninian Park yeah well was. we played them Saturday like, I didn't go Saturday but apparently the ground not not as intimidating not that same, was really intimidating uh, no,
3: apparently no, same part. as the old den yeah but um, basically after the game we drew one all gone and the change we had a little chat and whatever and then uh, obviously where well, I was the most experienced player there I like to take warm downs for the right. after the game. You used to just go out on a pitch and do ten minute stretch and whatever. And uh there were these massive doors through the tunnel, about ten feet high doors. Opened the doors up, there's a couple of stewards there and uh there was bricks coming down, there was seats, they apparently they they bripped up um oh, what was it, the old cast iron um drain covers and oh. stuff. There, what, the Cardiff fans? Yeah, and there was, there was Millwall fans and, and there was women and kids in there, you know, and it was, yeah, it was yeah. a little bit, a little bit naughty. Um And obviously the stewards see this they close the doors up on them. And uh, I just thought, now nah, get them in there. Like, I'll push them out of the way, open the doors up. <laughs> me and Denzel, and someone let off a fire extinguisher, I think, they were, they were firing it at the kids. And uh, we ended up with about 20 fans in our dressing room. <laughs> Uh, literally after after the game, it, it, what, it was what, unbelievable, fans? unbelievable. Yeah, Bill fans, just to sort of protect them. Protect them, and them keep yeah. Them it, safe. Uh, so, it was bizarre, you didn't see nothing like it there. We were in, in the bath, all the players were in the bath. <laughs> obviously, no gear, there was all, all these fans around. Oh, uh, yeah, a few yeah, kids. You'd to be few there kids, to see yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, well, I bet
0: yeah. if they was there and they yeah. did see Denzel, well, they'd probably yeah. have a few nightmares <laughs> over it still <laughs> now. Uh yeah, obviously they have nightmares as well, but. <laughs> So, obviously, first season, we just missed out in the playoffs, losing to Wigan. Rhino and Mac had in, obviously, lost their jobs. What was the feeling around, around the dressing room around the club at that point?
3: Yeah, a little bit harsh, I think, because, um, obviously, we got so close. And I think over the two games against Wigan, we've done enough to beat them. I mean, we drew yeah. Neil, nil we at home, and I think we had the better of the way. And even when we went up there, we... we uh, had more chances than them. they scuffed a lucky goal. Yeah, I remember it. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think the feeling generally was a little bit, and um, everyone was obviously wanting to know who's coming in
0: to take over. And uh, obviously Mark McGee coming. McGee got the job done, but was was it what, what was different? What was different in training wise and mentality wise to, to the way that Rhino Macarant ran things?
3: Well, I think Mark coming in, and um, he was there for a few months. I think and then he pointed at any point Ray Harford. As his uh, sort of coach to do what he had to do on the training ground, and obviously Ray Arford was he'd, he'd been won the Premiership with Darby at Blackburn yeah. a few years prior to that, so uh, it, it was interesting when he first came in. The first couple of training sessions um, were sort of keeper gets the ball, out of full back. Hoof as far as you can down the line, right. obviously to me, was playing up front to big man and just sort of feed off that and sort of playing along the lines of the Leeds team, which won the I think it was the first division at the time, probably around about early 90s. All right. Um, and he he watched a lot of foreign football and he sort of concentrated on counter attacking football, so it was like getting. Uh, you back four yeah. four midfielders, you solid as a defen- defensive unit, and then uh, as soon as you won the ball back, it was like, bang, everyone would attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, looking back for me, because I was a focal point a lot of the time, it, it was quite exciting football. Oh, I bet, yeah. And I, th- I think a lot of the fans see that, because we were, okay, yeah, we did soak up some pressure at times, but then...
0: Uh, Obviously, when you got the ball, it was uh, you knew something was going to happen. Yeah, 100% with rights. Well I was just about to say, I was going to hold it back, we'll, we'll go straight onto it. That dressing room, the players in the team at that time, the, the attacking excitement, the young players, Reedy, I feel, Kale coming through, you must have had a lot of service. That's right, yeah. I mean, they,
3: they were all fresh, and obviously, when you're at that age and stage of your career you, and you're in really the first team, you, you just want to try and impress, and they, they were all good players as well. Um, yeah, Paul I as well, Lucas Neal. Lucas Neal was yeah. Um, there, there's probably six, seven good young players there. they
0: are trappy they were. I know a couple of them a trappy lot. What was that like for you yeah, being an old being played, an
3: older in well, in yeah. Bertie was the. Yeah, Birchie was way one funny, lovely fella. Um But was like he, he, was, he ended up international for Canada. Yes yeah, right, yeah. And uh, Timmy Cale, Lucas Neal, they played international football. And it, it just goes to show what a good team, good young team there was there. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, no, it it was sort of interesting. And uh, so Bray Half had got us playing this sort of direct. But uh, once you get the ball passed, passed uh, as as short passes to get to the other end of the field. Sounds familiar. Which was uh, yeah, which was as I say, and, and it, it turned out trust
0: Yeah. Well, so m- moving on to. The partnership, his strike partner, I left him out for obvious reasons. The current manager, Mill legend as a player, and now he's, he's, he's heading that way as manager. But what was it like to play up front of him? You had, a, you had a great partnership. Yeah, it was good.
3: I've answered this question a few times. I think the main thing is we both played non-league football. Right. Um, and certain players you sort of hit it off with, other players you don't. And uh, he was just one of them. We were sort of... Understood where each other were coming from, and uh, certain little things like obviously a lot of the balls were played up to me in the air. Uh, I always said to him, I'm going to head it, flick it on obviously towards their goal, wherever I am on the pitch. Get if around. I'm central, I'd, I'll flick it on straight, yeah, yeah, if I'm on one side, I'll just flick it towards the goal. So he, he had an no idea of where it's going, yeah, of course. whereas I think a lot of players just flick it on and hope that someone's going to go there, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: it's quite, and, it's quite. Uh, when you say it in them terms, it's quite simple, but it's quite obvious. But it's not at the same time as it, it works. Uh, it
3: works. I don't think a lot of people yeah. sort of realise how simple it is. Yeah. But if you sort of communicate with each other, um, and and it worked a lot of the times. And and Neil's unselfish player. On I've watched videos. Okay, he scored loads
0: of good goals, but he has set up a lot of goals as well. Yeah. So uh, no, I enjoyed playing out from there. Did you have a lot to do with him? So we've already said, you know, he was a, he was an older head we already discuss off-camera he was travelling up to Mills, he didn't get a lot of nights out with the boys but um, did, did you what was like off the pitch did you have a good relationship with him off the pitch or not really yeah I mean
3: all, all the lads were, were brilliant up there to be fair there was no who you thought mm, don't really sort of get on with them yeah yeah and um, I, I can so play a massive part I can't as well uh, change definitely definitely definite. uh, to say there were oh, good. young bond lads uh, like Robbie Bryant and Richard Sadia and uh, I think a lot of them sort of hung about Together Richard Sale and Robbie Ryan at their own place they used to share. Oh it's uh, Yeah, yeah, lo- loads of stories,
0: but I think they had a cleaner in there about every day of the week. Obviously, you know, Neil, Neil is now managing. Could you could you see that?
1: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Because I've heard not as, as well, a, as a, no. when, he, when he was playing, you think you know what? I can really see him being a, a gaffer one day.
3: Yeah, you never sort of look at players as being a manager. You don't sort of think of that when you're playing. Um, Obviously a lot of the players try and stay in the game as long as they can, if, if you're cut out to be a manager, which some people are, some people aren't. Uh, a classic example is Sean Dyche. Yeah, um, yeah Dyche come from that side as well. He's done absolutely brilliant, yeah. and uh, he, he was like the policeman. I used to bribe with him on a Friday night round his flat. He was his, his girlfriend at the time. And uh, it, it was funny, he used to boss around the place outside. But obviously, when it comes to organising the team and that, he
0: uh, had experience, but yeah. Just covering a few more in the dressing room. Someone I know well, and, and you, you all know well, Tony Wall, the last time I spoke to him, Tony said this
4: "Poor Moody and of." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it's funny. I've got one back for you, Tony. I've just, just seen a clip of you out in Thailand, and uh, you need to sort the vest out. <laughs> yeah, the oh, vest, a... fashion, all right. not
0: for me, anyway. No, yeah. no he was. Um, but no, he, I mean, again, he was. A, he was an integral part of that squad. Good keeper, a big, big, big part of the dresser as well. Big part. Who would have that <laughs> Not that she <laughs> didn't mean it. no you know, like. <laughs> He claims to be the life and <laughs> soul in dressing room. And... Yeah, there were, there were
3: loads of characters in the, in the dressing room, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, Tony, I'd say Tony was one of them. Uh, Mark Bertram, he, he was probably the chirpiest out, out of a lot of them. Um, Neil Harris was obviously quite confident, and yeah. that, that, I think that's out to, as a manager. Uh, but then, then you had the likes of Christophe Kinney coming in, who was obviously French a little bit. His humour was a little bit different from English yeah, players, we've, so, heard, um, we've heard plenty on yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then you obviously had the um, the Paddys, Richard and Robbie Ryan, United um, Nations you know, you know, in not change. A lot of sense out there, and then you had know, Nevers, Let's talk about Nevers, I think it was one of the first games, and uh, I, I always used to like, ruin room on my own on away games because kind I of like to get a good night's sleep. Um, Anyway, Rhino said to me, you're going to be room with um, Nevers tonight. Said, yeah, OK, whatever. And uh, this was about three o'clock on the ball. I'm fast asleep. And all of a sudden, Nevers is bottled up out of his bed. And he's shouting out, get a fucking defence up yourself. Get a full-back and all this. And they, they, they didn't tell me. So he, had, he has these dream, dreams of that. He used to wake up and... Defender. And I was like, sitting there thinking someone broke in the room, someone was going to me or something. <laughs> Stuart never got so dedicated He calls his defense oh, in his sleep. he was, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> he was He's a, he, he, he'd be sick before games and... I've heard all these wolf noises he yeah, makes and yeah, all yeah. songs, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So moving on to... I said to you off camera before we started, you're regarded... By many, you very fondly remembered at Mill, and as almost as a, what I would describe as a as a short impact legend, you know, Steve Claridge falls into that bracket. Kevin Muscat, you actually wasn't at the club that long, but you just remembered as, as you know with great memories and, and actually as a legend. So I think you only played sixty nine games for us, scoring twenty something goals. And I said to you before before we went on here, what's your uh, your best way? Well, you said I don't remember much of them, yeah, I don't, but I don't you know. must remember the chip against Lee RMI. Th-
3: that was probably the best, in, in, or one of the top five goals. Um, it, it was just one of them random things you, you try, it and the keep was off his line at that time. Uh, the time. But the goal against Gillingham as well, where we drew to all at home. That was another one I actually remembered You scored cricket.
0: in the season we went up you scored two hat tricks. Do you remember it against? Reading?
3: Yeah. I remember the Reading one because there's, there's another story about that. Putty the kit man had um, forgot to pack the pack my boots right. from the training ground. I think we trained in the morning. Yeah. And uh, he forgot to pack the boots so uh it was like He's only I'm got one around it, exactly <laughs> That's why he's not there anymore. <laughs> No, the guy, the, the, I can't remember the Richard
0: Shaw, was it? Goldkeeper? Yeah, no, oh. A young apprentice. Oh, I thought it meant Richard Shaw, I thought he meant like the
3: defender. Uh, no, the no, fender. no, I'm, I'm getting it wrong. I'm trying to think his name. Ginger, sort of head keeper. Young lad, he was an apprentice anyway at the time. He had an old, old size, sort of 10, 11. And uh, he had this pair of size 9 boots. And I tried them on and I thought, if I can soak them down with water, Stretching make them a bit softer and that, put them on. And uh that was that, that, that was more pleasant school than scoring the trick taking them off after the game. <laughs> but that, I, I wore them and it, it, it was a it was a strange sort of thing, you know, wearing someone else's boots school and scoring trick Yeah. And the other one I can't remember. Wigan. Wigan of course. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember it's all coming back to it. <laughs> It's all come flying back. Yeah, no, that that, that was a massive game, So they we were a bit of a bogey side to us. And they beat us obviously in the playoffs the year before, so at home I think we had a full crowd there. And uh, no, it it was that was probably one of the highlights there that game. And I think after I scored the last, game, I, I was literally waiting to be taken off. Till I was injured at that time. Yeah. I think I just, just was so back and out. And then uh, I think it come from a corner. The ball just came to me. I just stuck just it. Out, in. Put it in. And then they they put my number up. and come off. So I was like,
0: get me off. You just want to say we covered the two actions you did score. No, I think it's early off the news at then, because I didn't actually remember this, to be honest. The last game we won to go up against Oldham Five, Neil, we won. You scored two that day. And then it was a penalty, which you had the chance to take an hat-trick. That's
3: right, yeah. And what happened? Yeah, I remember it
0: well. I mean, Neil... (coughs) Sorry, Neil
3: Harris was on the uh, golden boot. I think he needed one or two more goals to get the golden boot. And uh, I was on a hat-trick, and I would have normally taken the penalties. Yeah, yeah. And... we spoke about it before the game. and I, I knew in the back of my mind he, he was on this golden boot. So uh, I thought, being a gentleman, I'll let him take it. Lucky enough, he scored. If, if he not done that, Well,
0: his job done whatever yeah, What a day yeah, that was. Uh,
3: absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, from full hours of game, probably 20,000 there, would it have been? Yeah, 20,000. 20,000. Um, everyone was buzzing up for it. And uh, I think we did have to win. Didn't
0: we? To we had to win to win the league. Yeah we, yeah, we was already up, but we had to win to win yeah, the league. I remember yeah. they come out before the game, and they all had they all had balls as well. Oldham fans, uh, sorry, Oldham players, and they was kicking balls into our crowd, like clapping. And my mate went, "We're going to absolutely smash this yeah, stage." Yeah, like, they, like, like, they were like, it. Yeah. "They were like 14th. Yeah. Didn't matter to them." Yeah, yeah. My mate we were going to absolutely smash yeah. yeah. and we did. And exactly. what, no, what no, way to do it
3: was absolutely brilliant. Um, I think Steve Reid got absolutely brilliant he, he, yeah. as well, yeah, but no, that, you couldn't sort of beat that, and afterwards sort of walk around the pitch, you had the music, what to you, house, a fun madness, bit of madness, went yeah, yeah. to the line's den, and uh, no, really, you can't beat it as a player, and, that, and that's one of the things you miss when you're not playing now, them little buzzes, you know.
0: Eventually and, you uh, left the club. Yeah went back to the place where you made your name as a player, Oxford. You're, you're, you're even bigger there, legend there, than you are at Millwall. Yeah, it
3: was a strange time for me because I, I said earlier on I was going through personal problems without my ex-wife and I was finding the travelling up was a little bit difficult and uh, I'd suffered a bit of depression as well and that that was sort of creeping in and I just thought, you know what, well, I've, I've had enough of football now I could quite easily pack it in and uh, I remember the game Steve Grip said to me, I think this was the Gillingham game, he said oh, you can't give up and uh, you need to keep on going, whatever and play that game and uh, then after that basically I had a good chat with Mark McGee and uh, th- this was one of his attributes as a manager, of man management, he was second to none yeah. and I think that's 90% of being a good manager is man management 100%. you know your players and Getting the best out of them. I, I had one time went in there to train, broke down in tears, and he basically said to me, Look, you need to take time off. He said, I've been in the same sort of situation, so he said, I don't know where you're coming from. And uh, he, he, he massively looked after me. He even offered me sort of coaching jobs there, and Theo offered me another year there. And then that, that was when the time at Oxford came in. Well, listen.
0: Don't worry about it, what we were after At Millwall he was A short true legend Paul Moody Thank Lions there much. Come on you Lions you. The man sitting next to me Needs no introduction But he's going to get one anyway 300 appearances at the club 15 years A true Millwall legend Paul Robinson Alright Dan you not like, Top man thanks for joining us A one man He feels like you're a one man club You're not I know that Yeah. But
4: that's how it felt Yeah. Coming here felt- the day to me Yeah it felt that way too. It kind of feels that way In the in a certain way, like I say, 16 years of your life at, at one club, yeah. uh, just everything about the club I loved, I loved representing it, Love being captain there, and yeah, look back and just yeah, just got a real strong feeling for it. Well, let's do exactly that, let's look back, let's go back to the very beginning, so, signed as a schoolboy, how did that come about? Signed as a schoolboy, yeah, weirdly enough, um, I was at Watford as a youngster yeah. from like 10 to 15, ironically, uh, at the time, uh, Kenny Jackett was the youth team manager at oh, Watford, right, so. yeah, yeah. And uh, I left Watford at 15. I would had a few injuries and sat and the other as standard. And uh, six and then just went to my local uh, barnet youth with my local Sunday team. And oh. Bobby Barry was coaching them really. like Bobby Barry? Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. So he I was could, with he him. could point like no other uh, midfielder. <laughs> 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 he, po- he had the point and look at the bench, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I uh, so I spent about six to nine months with him there. And then uh, he took me down to Mill for for a trial with. Uh, with Mick Flanagan as, a, as a isn't he team. an agent now Bob? Is yeah he is, he he's, is my, a... yeah, he's still my oh, agent is so he's he? looked after me from, from oh, that, no. all the way sorry, through sorry Bob <laughs> <laughs> all the way through from 15 all the way through so uh, yeah and then Mick Flanagan was a youth team coach so proper old school wasn't he, he was, uh, yeah. that was a bit of a rude awakening as a youngster but um, went in for a couple of trials done alright and then you know was, was there until obviously 32 yeah, couldn't get rid of in the end but yeah, I know but yeah. well, <laughs> <laughs> What other players
0: were in that youth team that we would know? Anyone that Yeah, Dunny was in my youth team.
4: Dunny was on it, playing right back alongside me and then I had Mark Phillips the other side of me. So he yeah. was in it. Braniff, obviously. Um, Mark Hicks for a while, but he obviously... Yeah. Yeah, he struggled a bit with injury. Um, and Stuart Nelson, who obviously had a decent career, but obviously moved on from Millwall. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, yeah, it's a strong side to Byron Bubb as well, you forget By- about. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do a remember a yeah, what, name, Bur- what a Byron Bubb. What a talent man. he was as well. Yeah? Yeah. And he had, like, obviously, Bully, Lake Hay, a- 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 Age group above me as well. Ronnie Ball? So, yeah, Ronnie Ball, yeah. yeah we spoke to him a few times, he's, fucking, <laughs> he's, still, he's still not right, even, oh, he, <laughs> he even these days. <laughs> <laughs> so, you eventually you, you got your debut. Do you remember it? Do you know? Do you remember the result? Yeah, we beat Preston 2 1, you Come got on it. a sub, yeah. Four. Uh, I came with the Peckham Beckham? Yeah, I did. Darren Ward? Yeah, played alongside Nevers. Um, I remember that like, it just went so quick, if you know what I mean. It was, yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. Um, and McGee just grabbed me on the side like listen whatever your first instinct is to head it, to kick it, do whatever just just follow that first instinct. So for that first like first 45 minutes that flew by, that's that's all I did. It's good moving on to McGee. Obviously he gave you a debut. What was he like as a manager? I liked him. Yeah, I no. Liked him as a manager. He was a he was a players manager, Do you know what I mean he was a good man manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, got the lads on side, built the team spirit and then had good coaches like Ray Harford and Steve Grit alongside him yeah. to, to a lot, lot of people I speak to for say Ray Harford, great coach. Oh, great coach. You can see why he, he coached Blackburn to win the Premier League. He, yeah. was a, he was a great, just a great coach, but a great bloke as well, you know. You made your debut. Yeah.
0: But then you, you shot off for a bit, went out on loan to Torquay for, was it 12, 15 games?
4: Yeah, I sort of played... Did that give you... Did that... I know it went a long time span. Did that give you a little... Yeah, I, play, I obviously made my debut and then I got in the team just after Christmas, didn't I? Played in the Cup and played against Southampton in the Cup. And that was all under McGee. And then I think about well, six, seven games before the end of the season, I got injured against Sheffield Wednesday. And then I never... And then obviously... Whatever happens, and then I got back in the team under Wisey when he, he was caretaker manager, and yeah. played like three or four games. And then i done my cruise ship up at Norwich, yeah. And then I spent the whole of that season out, which was a, of all the seasons to miss. It was the cup final yeah, season, so wasn't
0: it? W- w- was, I was going to ask you what that must have been like being in and around the club. It must have been exciting, but at the same time, probably frustrating for you personally.
4: Yeah, obviously, it was amazing for the whole club, you know, yeah, a yeah. club like ours to. to to go to the cup final and everything, so yeah. to being all around it as a young, I mean, as a youngster, obviously, I was in and out of the team, hadn't play, had played a few games, so it wasn't like I was an established player who thought, oh, I'm going to be missing out. Yeah, on that. I see yeah. what you like, Denzel done his knee, obviously, and he, he, was f- he was fuming, but like exactly. you say, he was. You but we work. did have a good weekend, Denzel, me, Muzzy, Dick, Dick feel a few of the lads yeah, It was a bit go on, a, on. I've, heard, I've heard a little yeah, bit about this. I think they took us down there on the Thursday, I think we had, we had like. We had a few good nights out anyway in, in Cardiff, yeah, even though. Oh, we it's Cardiff past, then, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, no Wembley. Yeah, so uh, you know that was decent. And, I think, like Tone says, I think he uh, he was half cut leading the team. Out he <laughs> the... Oh, you've seen, you <laughs> seen it. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, the change room. We
0: won't go into the team now, but the change room now seems buzzy. The ch- and, and it seems sort of, since then it's not been. You can reflect to that that time when you was in that dressing room. And yeah. The characters around that. Was it good to
4: be? A, yeah, unbelievable. Be a part set of, of it? characters wasn't it proper. M- what was Muscat like? Uh, Muzzy right on the pitch <laughs> was an absolute animal it? If not try, if you google Kevin Musk at football there's
0: not a normal picture of him he's like snarling in someone's face like tackling t- someone waist it's not like a, just a photo of him in his kit like. and got
4: t- that tackle they say it's the worst ever tackle the football oh. pitch. is him folding the gears <laughs> isn't it but, Muzzy but that, uh, on the pitch he was an animal competitor I wanted to win that Aussie mentality like you'd love him um, yeah. and, even, and in the dressing room before a match you know he, he was a, yeah, took a lot from Muzzy but then like in a setting like this, or around the lads, around the dressing room, or like that, he'd make everyone feel involved, make you feel part of it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Socially yeah. great, and make you know, if you were a bit on the outskirts of it, I felt like he'd get you involved, and he was brilliant like that, brought everyone together, and That's like I say, it was almost like a contrast, really, like, just. You hear that a lot people yeah. just, they get and they just lose their yeah, red. They just that. lose their red. the other side yeah, of the Yeah, red mist. <laughs> And obviously, still had still the best headbutt I've ever seen on uh, Paddy Kenny in the, in the tunnel as well. Really. The, yeah, yeah, that was.
0: Will he planted him. Yeah, because yeah. um, Was that the one where Walnock was going, You deserved that, and all that? Yeah. Uh, he's on that documentary, isn't it? Yeah.
4: With Jody Morris going, You deserve that yeah. from, from off scout. <laughs> yeah, 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 Do What happened? Can you tell us? Uh, we you just did. No, <laughs> I, suppose you, I suppose you can now, really. Can't, I think they were having a, a bit of to and a throwing, and I think they were arguing on the pitch. Something had happened on the pitch. They were arguing, arguing, and then and obviously got in the tunnel at half time and then it's all kicked off but everyone kind of got held back and I think where Muzzy was being held back and so was Kenny like they sort of stood no, faced yeah, up to each other no so he had, all he had left was a flipping flinger headbutt so he at him so step one him here but we go was, down no I don't think he did to be fair he took it, he well, took he's, it a right. be, he's a beast you yeah, know he has got yeah. a big massive boulder head so yeah it was uh it was interesting I know that I think when Ice went up to Chef Yu obviously after leaving Mill even the Chef Yu lads would talk about that for Oh really? For a long time after, yeah, I like that know. that little ball in the tunnel, here. Yeah. That's decent, that is so good. I think Deach had a power bottle that he he didn't have any, he was the same, Big he didn't Danny. have anything else, he was trying to whack people with a power bottle. Big Danny Deech. Yeah, what Deitch. was he like? I like Deach, yeah, he good was a character. Good, he was yeah. a player. we could like a player we could do with
0: him now. He's good in the air, wasn't he? Yeah, He's was strong
4: in the air, he has got some it. good headers. just was good goals, didn't he? Like the one against yeah. I think Burnley in the cup run, didn't yeah, he? That yeah. was it, yeah. yeah that was a good goal that was a good goal. No, it was good no he was a good character, Deach. He was.
0: So eventually you broke into the team, and you saw it just well, come,
4: took over. Captain, captain under Kenny jacket. Under Kenny, I think Nigel Spackman was the one that maybe sort of captain properly for the first time. I know his spell weren't kind of yeah, great, was, but he, yeah, the race in my memory. Until it was, you brought it back it was a whirlwind, wasn't it? So <laughs> games had gone like amazing how it happens. But um, yeah, and then like I say, I think when obviously Theo left. And what it meant for the club, a lot of players left, didn't we? We, we lost sort of. Yeah, see, I liked him as well, Theo. He, he got a bit of grief, but I, he was decent. I think, I think Mill did well for Theo, and Theo did well for Mill. I think it was a really good, good relationship fit, yeah, for was both, good fit. both sides. You know, it allowed him to obviously step on with what he's done. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then he obviously was. He had perhaps the finances to back the club in the short term, and then well, take the, the thing, money back like, out in the long term. A you lot know, of the people
0: yeah. say, like, you know, they don't, they didn't like Dennis Wise. I like Dennis Wise, and, and when you hear stories like, like Denzel tell you. Wise said to him, you know, stay, we're going to go for it, we're going to, I don't know, but there's some people, some reasons don't like it. but yeah. was he a good manager, Wisey? Wisey was a good, good manager, like, yeah. He I was think... so experienced, when he played, and you can see, in the games, where he, like, to waste time, he'd step across the ball and let the Geyser take it, yeah,
4: he was so experienced by that point. Like dark arts and that, really, yeah. even when he'd come, like, passing and that, wouldn't he? It was, it was under McGinnon, he passing, passing, his range of passing, he'd see passes that no one else would yeah, see, yeah. and you think, you could tell, obviously, he was coming towards the end of your career, and he gets, harder to get around the pitch eight or nine of the first team kind of left didn't they of that kind of cut run and the Europe run a lot of the boys left so it left quite a few just as youngsters really before it's a good thing good thing for you boys it was at the time yeah and then it just sort of allowed us to kind of come through even Mm. though obviously we went we went down that season just because it was it was a struggle we Mm. kind of allowed us youngsters to break into the team and then kind of build a build a new sort of team and and take it forward really over 300 appearances for me
0: 17 goals not bad We'll get on to the goal shortly. I thought
4: it was more than that. That's, that must be
0: leading. <laughs> take goals. out, take out
4: Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> <goals>. <laughs> <laughs> Training don't <home>, count. <can. laughs> You'll ask on 60. So, we'll get on to the glory in a minute, but before the glory, we'll take the pain of 2009. Well, let's talk of Huddersfield first. Let's talk. That. What a night. Yeah. What a night that was. On the box, and you notched. Yeah. To the Wembley. That was along with you know, Leicester recently in a cup, that's one that sticks out in my mind. Yeah, The atmosphere was, I mean, it was electric, wasn't it? you can't get any more people in the stadium you can get in, but yeah. it just
4: seemed like there was more people there. It was... Just the noise, wasn't it? What's oh, the noise what's of the the night that oh, was? I'm a great header from you. Yeah, oh yeah, I was happy with that one. Yeah, <laughs> really happy with that, it was just brilliant. Obviously I'd missed, like the year before I'd played up every game up until the January end of January and then I broke my metatarsal, that that famous injury, and then uh, so obviously we got to the to the player final that right? year. Obviously beat beat Leeds, didn't we, Jimmy? With a with yeah, a another goal, great night. mate. And then we just fell short against Scunthorpe, didn't we? Like we just ran out of steam. I think he had. I was just convinced we was going to win that, day and then...
0: Obviously, they took the lead. Then when we come back, score two. Especially with Gary Alexander's oh, goal, what was he
4: doing there? Oh, what a strike? <laughs> <laughs> what a strike! It's unbelievable. Well, right behind that or was, as it mate, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? And unbelievable.
0: then, and then I thought we're going. And then they just, I don't know. We did see second half. It just seemed like. But then
4: when did it go two all? and then Gaz had the great chance with the header as well. Yeah, there,
0: yeah. yeah. That's the thing. You see, he, he said that to me. He said, no one remembers the miss, the header.
4: Everyone remembers happy days. The yeah.
0: Happy days. <laughs> He's had it off, <laughs> but obviously, you know, we didn't go up."
4: To, to bounce back from that next year must have been fucking double hard yeah it was hard I think but what was good was that we kept most of the squad together and then added obviously Morrow um, I think Kenny realised we just ran out, like because James Henry had been on, up on loan until the Leeds game in the semi and then his loan finished for whatever reason so he couldn't play in the final and we kind of just ran out of players a little bit that meant we had to adjust I think Grabs came back from nowhere and sort of plays, but we'll leave him out yeah, won't exactly, work, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was, yeah. so what um, was because what, what obviously I'll look. what we, <laughs>
0: I was there and I saw it all, but you just refresh yourself. Looking back through a lot of lot of your goals, and
4: you, Morrow's there all the time. Did you have a good rap- rapport with Morrow? Yeah, I had a good rap- rapport with Morrow. We sort of grew up in similar areas, kind of similar age, so, you know, you kind of got that, that good rapport. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's older than me, he's, yeah. but he's not. He great? must have had That's up with paper hands. It's a great air, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's. A, you get on with Morrow, yeah? Yeah, he's a good lad, Morrow. No, he's uh, is. Got, he is. He's done well. You know, we kind of, like I say, similar areas, grew up sort of, I didn't know him before so he signed, but once we did, we kind of found and he just he just settled in well didn't he I think it took him a little while until he scored against Milton Keynes I think and then once he scored there he kind of settled and was happy just, and then after that he's you
0: know he's- been away, come back. He can't get rid of him. No, he's dumb. But no, he's. How fucking, well has he done the last yeah, couple? of years I, I think you know, it's a bit, he's a bit mixed at times of him because sometimes he's a bit like. But he's another one. He's a lovely. Blow. have a chat. Yeah, with him. Yeah. Go across the white line. He wants to kill everyone, doesn't he? Wants <laughs> <laughs> to kill everyone from his own fans to the to the referees to the fucking managers. He's just. <laughs> you yeah. take it though, didn't you? Oh, just yeah. because if he didn't have that, he wouldn't be half the player. Exactly. Yeah. So, going into this, what, what's your mindset last year? We we went down. It was you catching in 2009.
4: I weren't because I'd done the. He was injured. My foot, yeah. I just yeah, yeah. got back fit for the semi. I was on the bench for the semis and the final. I got on for like in the end of the semi for ten and the same in the final. Just emergency centre forward yeah. against Scunny when I was trying to trying to rest because we didn't have get anyone on, else. on I the end of it. Kenny realized the squad was just a little bit short. Where, just a bit bear. Where Gaz and Chopper had run themselves ragged in that heat. Yeah. And we didn't really have anyone else that could come it, on and affect it. And so.
0: they and they well, we must have, we must have been struggling because Wolford caused havoc that Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so <that's> <laughs> struggling. The tired of players must have been Wolford. I remember he was like when we signed him, I was like, he's fucking, he was blinded for scumful, yeah, obviously. obviously yeah.
4: he was all right. Th- yeah, yeah. I it, think it was a tough time for him though, yeah. it, really, when he, when
0: yeah. he came. Yeah. But are you going into this year thinking, what's your mindset going into the game at Wembley, thinking, well, we can't lose two years in a row, or are you thinking, there's no fucking way I'm losing this game.
4: A bit of everything, I think there was a bit of that, but I think we're also freshening up the squad. Obviously, I hadn't played really the year before, and then Morrow would come in, we had chops come in as well on loan. I think that there was a few different personnel as well, but I think ultimately we knew that having beaten Leeds, everyone was like it was almost like the achievement was getting to the final playing at Wembley. It was brilliant. Yeah, and yeah. Whereas this year we were like, no, no, the place right, yeah. is getting promoted, so that's what we're that's what we're here to do. It,
0: it did seem like a yeah. it did seem like a day out because it'd been obviously yeah. our first one in we had we had Cardiff. It'd been the first one in a long time. Yeah. So the the, the 2009 final seemed like a bit of a day out, but like you say, this this time. That was the feeling amongst the yeah. fans as well, you know what I mean? It was, it was the
4: kids. new, and also it was the new Wembley, when it? First time at a new Wembley yeah. and all that, but, and to be fair, the fans were unbelievable. The first time, what was
0: it? We took like 55,000, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh, do shit. you know and what? record of me, both, old and new. That I, um, I was a bit younger then, so I do remember the day, <laughs> but not as well as i remember it now if I went with my kids, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. We had a few, yeah. We had a, we had a coach, like, there was loads of coaches, and we had like a, yeah, my mate know. had one from the lounge, and, uh. We said if we won, we'd have a naked coach on the way home. So <laughs> we all sat start on naked on the way home. On the That's what a battle, is it? Yeah, no, So what, you, uh, what was the day like for you to build up? I want, I want to know everything. I want to know if you have had a celebration planned or you just fucking lost your head when it went in.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. I think the year before, actually, ironically, we had probably we had we did the usual thing, the Wembley thing. I think we stayed in Kensington Gardens this year, like in that for so that one. The year before, we gone to Stockwell House and. After that, I think the evening we ended up flipping, having a few more beers than than the year after when we won, ironically. But <laughs> but that day, yeah, I just knew I was going to be leading Millwall out of Wembley. Knew I was playing. You know, everything about it, it was, was different for me. It was different mindset. Yeah, just different mindset. Yeah. I, was, I was kind of the year before. You kind of like you say, I'm one of those. I love I love to play. I like to be out there on the pitch. I can't sitting on the bench or in the stand. It, yeah. it's hard work. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. want the lads to do well, but it's hard work. So this year, knew, I knew I was playing and just to, completely different so I was just trying to make sure one I was totally ready but secondly just taking it all in as well and, enjoy, and, and kind of enjoying the day as much as you can but, but still being focused you know what do you remember about the goal did you have a celebration plan <laughs> nah, well, I, was, I, was, I would have teared off I think but, and come down the other end but I was collared straight away wasn't I by yeah. Morrow and Bat like a Sean Bat and uh, yeah just Obviously, it cool just bounced up and I just... You, it was, you took it out. well. Yeah. he was very composed. I just see the keeper that side and I thought, I'll just try and guide it that side. So yes. it
0: was, I mean, he was only a yard out. But it wasn't yeah. a very good guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> But no, you took it down well. He was composed and just stabbed it past him. Yeah, I was happy with that. Mate, yeah. it, was, it, was it was up the other end to us, unfortunately. Yeah. Fucking madness. Absolute yeah. madness. I it, yeah, I'll still look back at it now. You know, you're looking at the sky just to see the react, like the crowd reaction. Yeah, and that, it, was, it must
0: have felt unbelievable. Oh,
4: unbelievable, yeah. Like I say, still put your back down. So
0: not only... Be captain, but then to score the winning goal, we miss every boy streak. Be honest. That's a
4: bonus, though, to be fair. i am roomed with Chopper and I just said to him, I don't care whatever happens today. I just want to be walking up the stairs picking up the trophy. That was that was my only thing that I wanted right. to do. My
0: there. question was going to be, well I'm a selfish bastard, would you have got the ump if we'd have scored another one? No,
4: nah,
0: I, I wouldn't care less. No, I'd have been like, no, I <laughs> wanted to stay 1 0. I'd have know, been a bit more relaxed, I think, if I'd have done. Because obviously, you would have lost a little bit of the headline. Well, you didn't, because
4: you I should. think Moura and Chopper could have made it in a second one if they'd have uh, oh, just they just could st- If wanted to score that day as well, No. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking, yeah. Them two up front the and on the centre half has to let them know
0: and do the job. But yeah, it was an unbelievable day as a fan, obviously, as a player. What, what What was it like afterwards? Yeah, it's, it's just like <laughs> I've said it already but it must be a massive sense of achievement to come that close the year before and to regroup and go again must have been
4: I think that was it wasn't it? Good, it was man- almost, good
0: management all round and
4: good, right. good team together yeah exactly and the way the club was obviously the, the new chairman came in John Belson and yeah. and just gave Kenny that stability and just unable to, to build and like I say he'd learnt Kenny to be fair from the year before and made the strong the squad that just that bit stronger to get us through the whole season and, and as it turned out through the play I mean we went you think about it we went from the January we were like some mental like 18-19 points behind Leeds yeah so yeah. being one point behind them on the last day and we could have gone up on that last day as well yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. and we were thinking oh how close that you know when I scored on that we'll last not day it we we we'll we'll like to do it, the other way, we'll yeah, not exactly. do it the hard way though <laughs> so yeah but like I think it, it worked in our favor having done it the year before this time we just thought right it's business it's time to go and us, but, like I said we just wanted to, to get over the line and get promoted and yeah that that night was yeah it was a mixture really it was like like you say a little bit of relief because you thought if you lost again that's up yeah that's that, that would have yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah just a decent party after I mean it wasn't as crazy as the year before really we didn't go I think it was more this year it was just enjoying the moment a little bit do you know what I mean we had a party back at the Kensington Gardens and it was just it was all in house all together and yeah, but the de- lads were decent, yeah, and it was just a more a few beers thing. JB like, had the cigars out. Yeah, exactly, he had the cigars out, 40 joining in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gav's still asking Kenny, he's like, I'm still waiting, Ken, any chance of putting me on or what? <laughs> it was, um, oh yeah, he's, uh, he didn't get on, did he? <laughs> he was standing behind Kenny for about 20 minutes trying to get on the sub, wasn't he? <laughs> and we were standing at the still waiting, Gav for any chance to get me on, yeah?
0: We've brushed on him, you've roomed with him, you've said his name a few times, obviously our current manager, Neil Bomber Yeah. What was he like? as a player to be around dressing room
4: like just like brilliant around the place he was obviously a bit fiery in his younger days and he? he'd come out of the non-league he was quite you know but um, like, I couldn't get near him when I was a youngster coming through as sort of 18, 19 I think he used to get young with me because where I was flipping a bit off it then he'd, I'd just end up kicking him and sticking him over <laughs> the air and he was so sharp and you thought yeah and he was good he had, wasn't he he, was, yeah, he, he could Premier have gone Yeah, he... had Premier League sniff yeah, yeah I think he was pretty much could have gone to Tottenham was near enough for Dan Deal I think before obviously, oh, really? obviously yeah I think he was before he got ill he got ill yeah so
0: what was um what was he like to room with was he was he a bit of a I've ear he's a bit of a fucker and likes to
4: play out he's not no more he's Mr Sensible now yeah no yeah in his young, <laughs> in his younger days I think he was but then he. I think like a room of him sort of when he came back so I think he'd matured and calmed down a, load, a little bit since, yeah, since yeah. then but he was always deadly serious about his football yeah. um, he was a, He's just a football nut so as soon as you get in the room I mean in these, this is how, how many years ago it was he'd put the teletext on to see all the latest <laughs> football news and that like in the room <laughs> and you're like yeah, just the, 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 young, the younger
0: ones are going to be going what the fuck's teletext?
4: Yeah, <laughs> he'd be there sitting reading all that and i think like but uh, no, he's, he's doing, uh, yeah, no he used to yeah he was good I and mean, we just used to talk football and They've done well. Yeah, yeah done. Livers alongside him. They've done. They've just done. They've done brilliant, haven't yeah. they? They've just got a feeling back at the club. I mean, me and Jimmy went to watch the Fulham game just before. Well, the Jimmy had to, yeah. Yeah. Was well, just before the end of the season, um, and we just sat there in the noise in the stadium and what he's we done. We were for the so best. unlucky that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We score, score first half, and then yeah. I think even came. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they, Chopper Livers, they've done. They've done brilliant. I mean, Livers is probably the calmer head. I think Chopper can. Get carried away in another way and i think they're a good balance you know, yeah I mean, yeah well he does he does yeah. you i mean you need that there was, fiery side then you need that kind of composure as well and i think they're a good good double act well they got the job on the back of not a lot of experience
0: yeah and, and i i'll question it at times but like it works well it's a good he's like yeah. you say it's a perfect little double eight. you don't really hear or see a lot of livers but he obviously does his bit you know yeah and, and like you say can be the calm and the influence on Chopper.
4: And they know the club inside out, they know what it takes, they've, they've been part of the successful teams, they know what it takes, you know, obviously Chopper quite a few of them. And, yeah exactly, I know we, we all
0: say it and maybe other clubs would, would disagree, it's, it's, it's a different vibe at Mill.
4: It's you've got to be part of it to know what it's about haven't you? You've got to understand the club ain't you? Yeah. and the mentality of the club and, and what it, there has to be I think that connection between the fans and the team on the pitch, and I know that's the same with every club. but. I just think Mill was a special place where, when you get that togetherness, it just takes the club, just like, like, like have seen this year, really, to yeah. to, yeah, places where you think, you know, at one point you're thinking, oh no, the club was like, yeah. gonna, I was like, she's actually going to, I was yeah. like, actually going to happen
0: here. yeah, but um, hopefully we'll kick on next year. On your time at Millwall, who was who would you say the best player you played?
4: Cool. I just go for the best player you played alongside the centre half. I think my best partnership probably with Wardy. We played that many games together, and we got on well off the pitch as well. Like got on well with Wardy. I know he got a bit of stick with the Old Peck and Beckham. And Is that, he still playing? At youngville. young still playing? No, he's now. Uh, I think he's playing. I had. I played in a charity game at uh, Hemel Hempstead uh, for the Bertrams a couple of weeks ago and they were saying he's playing at Hemel Hempstead now him and Lloyd Doyley from oh really yeah they're playing. So they're yeah, playing he there. was a good player wasn't he yeah he was a good, good player yeah well yeah he got player of the season about three years in a yeah. row just to shoot with air people thought he was, <laughs> was a bit of a joker but he's. Uh... I hello he's brave to wear that wasn't he but, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> to wear it <laughs> got off the <laughs> shelf <laughs> might as well have done <laughs> he? but some of them some of them you must look back and think what the hell but um, no yeah me and Wardy yeah
0: but, what about, about manager wise best manager you had Played under. I think I'd have to, I'd
4: have to say Kenny, just because. Yeah. Major captain. Captain and <laughs> what the success we had, kind of working together and yeah, yeah. yeah just fo- football wise, he's he's doing it at Portsmouth now. Yeah, he's yeah. doing a good job and he's football wise, he's ex- just excellent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Brilliant and yeah, I think he's just got a lot of respect around the game and knows football inside out. You can talk, talk football and talk sense all day long, all.
0: Yeah. What about and I mean it's another, that's a lot of games. Wembley game excluded.
4: Yeah. What would you say? There's a few to be fair. I think obviously the Huddersfield one comes yeah. a very close second to that. That was a that was a great night, and it was at the Den. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was brilliant. There was a couple of good games that season. We I saw one on Twitter the other day where we beat Charlton four 0 at the Den as well. That yeah. was good. He scored the first one. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And even the four 0 at the Valley. I don't know if you yeah, heard of that one that as well. Yeah, that was yeah, that was an unbelievable game. Um, and then you just look back to things like probably my full debut we beat Watford 4-0 on my full debut that was a that was a good day especially I'd kind of been released by Watford as a youngster so to then Thank come back you, and yeah. beat them yeah it was nice <laughs> it was a nice feeling um so they they were all good days and then even that probably that last one when we my last game probably when we beat, beat Bournemouth 1-0 to stay up on the last day yeah and uh kind of got carried off the pitch by fans like obviously buzzing night we we we'd stayed up a and uh and it just it was just kind of a so, not that you'd ever want it yeah. to end, but it was kind of like, looking back now, It's probably like, a good timing and probably the, the right way yeah. to end, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they are a fucking, they're a lively bunch. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> are. So, you, eventually you left the club.
0: It obviously, it was forced upon you. Was, was it, I'm not
4: sure. Um, yeah, it was pretty clear. I was never going to, never going to be part of Holloway's plans. Yeah. Um, Can't he, say he made it. It. I'll bleed that out. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I was never going to be a, uh, part of his plans um, so tough to take it, must be. it was tough yeah because it was all I'd known really as well yeah, it was yeah. all I'd loved and I'd been there for so long um, but like I said as well I still thought I had some football left in me so I still wanted to carry on playing so yeah. it was a difficult balance between should I stay maybe move into another role at that age or keep playing And so I decided to, to you know Portsmouth was a great opportunity that came along yeah. um, so I went, went down there really and to be honest kind of similar clubs in a certain way do you know what I mean yeah. but not quite as nutty as Millwall. Not quite as, <laughs> but but similar clubs, and it was kind of a good fit at that time. It must be so. Like, it must be
0: obviously, like, any 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 job you are you're you're in one place, same day yeah. in, day out, and then you've got to move. I, I hate change personally for anything. your first day at school and everything. Oh, eh? My mum, they like, yeah. sold their house recently. I couldn't deal with it. I, uh, I just don't <laughs> like change. So it must have been tough to make that change, it was especially tough. when you get such a connection with one club. But like I said at the beginning, just in my head, you're a one-man club, but you've gone on. Wimbledon, you've become, you know, you've almost done again their yeah, club no, and, it it and you've
4: done ours then. Yeah, yeah, no, it was brilliant at Wimbledon. like as in good three years I've had there, do you know what I mean? Mm. Good club, good people. And in another way, they faced their own adversity. They wouldn't be there if it weren't for their fans. They were a couple of hours from being gone, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and, they don't, and obviously, then they started from, from the very bottom and, and recreated a new club and that. They bypassed pop- the old and one. Then they, yeah, they bypass the old one, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Seen, off, seen off the enemy and go from strength to strength,
0: you know? Yeah. So every day on social media you won't know but I do uh, a good morning post which, which I put out and I just google random Millwall photos and one <laughs> one day this one popped up talk to me about that what is that about, <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, just about that. it's up there with the most random ones ever yeah I can imagine yeah I think there was four of us out there it was me Chuck, uh, Steve Morrison and, and Liam Trotter we got asked to do some, some or other for obviously David Hayes yeah. Supposedly a fan. Exactly, yeah. He took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um. Yes, and uh, yeah, we went down to the ground, and to be fair, he turned up about an hour and a half late. Got hammered by a Chopper for being late. Did he? <laughs> yeah, got hammered. I was about uh, to say, I, f- I fancy Chopper against him in the ring, <laughs> especially, especially now. <laughs> but then he gave us a little boxing session on the pitch, and Matt like, just got to meet him, and like say us. That- got a bit of a mill connection. So what did, you, did say you say when I first showed you that photo? <laughs> I mean, Barnett was a joke, <laughs> wasn't it? Mind you, it's not much better now, but...
0: Classic. <laughs> well, Any other you know, stories or characters that stand out? Oh, I've played just, with
4: loads over the years loads the I mean
0: we, Dunny's
4: obviously give us most of the stories in his book but yeah yeah that's true What <laughs> the one where we slept in in Norway for the trip go on we'd been out the night before we had a pretty mad night and then we got to the, so then we were moving from Sweden to Norway I think it was a pre-season trip and then me and Dunny we were rooming together and I think we both and the manager's right listen you've had a night out get your heads down this was everyone get your heads down and uh, we'll start training at whatever free be ready by the coach at two so or whatever times it was so me and Danny got our heads down and then I think we both were shooting the other had set an alarm. <laughs> and you know one of those you're like half asleep, half awake and you can half hear a coach and I was thinking. Oh no. And then it drove off and then the next thing was about half an hour later Danny was like, oh, what time are we supposed to be training? And then we both kind of checked the at the time, and realised that
2: like, <laughs> people put comes, bibs on the
4: shit, yeah, come running down to reception oh. thinking, oh, it's, and then the coach had obviously gone. That uh, probably what well, oh, I missed. Half, it? dreamt, after, uh, but yeah, they didn't come and knock or anything. I was thinking, hang on, we're two players like yeah? you, because we were two young lads. Oh, they'd they let mean, you know, I think they were trying to teach us a lesson. <laughs> so, uh, so we took that, and then yeah, we had, yeah, so we had to, yeah, we got punished for that nicely. Um, there was a court case and everything to. We were put on trial amongst the lads, so yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It was a bit of banter, and it was in a way, and it and it kind of wasn't. It was, it was until you got the bill. Yeah, we got, yeah. Then we, <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. It was pretty serious. Like your mate Warner, mate. Like they they were trying to make us like flipping waiters for the, like, well, butlers for the day almost, we had to flip and serve everyone their food, and Tome uh, wanted to have an orange in our mouth, we kind of, we stopped, we stopped at <laughs> that point, you know what I mean, we weren't <laughs> going to go that far, gimps for the day, I think they could yeah. Um, um, so yeah, you're thinking, oh, here we go, like, be over I half. bet you weren't late again, no, we weren't late <laughs> well, it was one of those as well, you think, flipping. like, as a young lad, you kind of think, that's it, I'm done, i like, done that. yeah, you shit your yeah, pants, yeah, it's you like, you. Like,
0: like, you say, like, don't matter, your football or what. I used to be on a building site. You're late. You fucking shit yourself. Yeah, you did, <laughs> <didn't> you? <laughs> trying to think of any excuse you can pull out the bag. Yeah, but if you're already in the hotel and in bed, there's no real excuse. That's my like the first, first
4: it. pre-season trip, when I'm flipping done oh, this. You know, no. you think nah it's all game over.
0: So that is it for another Lions Lounge. I'd like to thank Paul Robinson for his time. I speak for not only myself but every Mill fan. You've got some unbelievable memories. Up, man? Appreciate, I appreciate it that. Cheers, mate. Thank you.